not. It's doing it again. Doing it again. Doing it as always. Doing it the same. Yes. Uh, but we, we but took some shots of energy. We did. T- we did? Well, no. I mean, the the sleep in between. The several days of sleep. Several weeks of sleep. It was what, a long time. It's been like a month. It has. It's been a long ass time. Yeah. I have a mild head cold, so if my sniffling bothers you, I apologize. I'm drinking Natty Light to get through it because that's how you cure colds. Um, <laughs> I've been Ooh. told here in the Appalachians. Oh no! Oh, I've reminded David that he has that he has booze, guys. I, uh, have, I have. Yes. He brought the tequila. He now he did bring it very on brand in the now. Now, David, tell the people what you're drinking out of. I am. I am drinking. Uh, it, Tequila out of a, a metal and a leather lined flask with uh, the CCCP symbology and and letters on it. It's got the hammer and sickle. It's it's got, got, if yeah. you go on Wish, it's that, that that kind of the wheat crest yeah. with the hammer and sickle and the start. If you go top, if you go on Wish and you're a socialist, they know you want it already and they'll sell it to you for six dollars. They're they're good people there. There, yeah, they sell it from the Hong Kong. David is now sniffing. David is now sniffing the tequila, making it is, sure it is, it is avian silver. It is, it, is the good it's stuff. Go- oh, now now he has gotten out the individual shot glass from the set for the yes, tequila that are um, metal shot glasses with the same leather. They are with the same leather. The leather and grips. The same symbology. Yes, same. Sy- in I don't, red. I don't think symbology is a word. I think okay. there is a part in that very bad Boondock Saints movie where where Willem Dafoe makes fun of it and says it's the word symbolism or or something like that. But I don't think symbology is a word. Oh, he's pouring two shots, guys. This is going to get dangerous. This is, this is going to get bad. You knew things were going to be bad I, when two white dudes were yeah, on. We're just going to yeah, make it bad. Yeah, we're going to get real, we're, real loose. We're going to make up for being All right, way guys, too well, in the middle of chapter one. Yep, yep. Let's grab uh, let's grab right. some tequila and start saying uh, have heated gamer moments. Uh, <laughs> cheers. It, yeah. cheers. Mm. Okay. Okay, well, that's it. Chase that with the natty. Chase that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll do it. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, this is such a bad decision. We are fucked. <laughs> Last we left you, uh, we were skipping a big giant chunk where Fanon uh, reads part of a play. Yeah. And I don't have time to do freaking stage readings right now for you, and you don't <laughs> want me to um, because th- the theater is meant to be seen and we not could, read. We could we could get out some bongos and math rock this shit. No, no, stop it. Stop it. No, you're already having a heat of game. You back off the beatniks. They'll do their own thing. Um, but no, basically, it, it, it is a it is a relevant section of a play that just happens to be by one of, like, Fanon's idols. Yeah. Um, that that illustrates life under the colonial regime. It illustrates the violence of life. Mm-hmm. Illustrates the 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 complete just untenable nature of it. And that's going to lead us right into the next part of the chapter where we do the reading. Nothing oh, else. Yes, just the, the reading. reading. <laughs> I was like, what? what, are, what cliffhanger? Am well, I, I was waiting. For? There's no correction. Oh, there is a correction. Hi guys. Yeah. Corrections. Boop boop boop. Corrections boop, time. Boop. Um. This is this is the time where we marks madness uh, correct other people. We don't often oh. do this, but in honor yes. of our normal correction host Rain, um, spoiler alert: Rain, the person that we follow on Twitter oh, yes. and our Twitter friends with, is not gangster Popeye. No, I don't no. know who needed to hear that. If you're the person that needed to hear that, I don't like you very much right now because why would you do that? Why were you harassing a person that we obviously knew wasn't that person? Yeah, that she, was very mean of you, and you shouldn't have done that. She is not the Cartoon Network worker predator person. Yeah, 
it's, 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 she's been a very uh, a reliable asset to this podcast, yeah. and we yeah. very much appreciate her. And if you're mean to her on Twitter, I will come for you, bitch. Let's not, let's not uh, call people assets like we're some kind of capitalist. Okay, she's a comrade, <laughs> and I appreciate her contributions to the cause. I don't know what you yeah, want me to... Yay! Okay, thank you. Right. Fine. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Um, you pump me full of tequila. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> so that's our correction. Stop calling Rain Gangster Popeye. It's not that hard, people. Next up, it is understandable that in this atmosphere, daily life becomes quite simply impossible. You can no longer be a fella, a pimp, or an alcoholic. <laughs> you, know, you tell me what I can't be, Kanan. You tell me what I can't be, as before. The violence of the colonial regime and the counterviolence of the native balance each other and respond to each other in an extraordinary, extraordinary reciprocal homogeneity. God homogeneity. damn. Why? Why did you get me drunk before this? This, this reign of violence will we'll, be the more terrible yeah, in proportion to the you. size of the implantation from the mother country. The development... That. That's some alien shit right there. That's some that's some alien shit right there. That's some whoo. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's the development of violence among the colonized people will be proportionate to the violence exercised by the threatened colonial regime. In the first place of this insurrectional period, the home governments are the slaves of the settlers, and these settlers seek to intimidate the natives and their home governments at one and the same time. They use the same methods against both of them. The assassination of the mayor of Evian and its method and motivation is identifiable with the assassination of Ali Bamengel. Uh, from the settler for the settlers, the alternative is not between Algeri Algerian and Algeri Francois, but between an independent Algeria and a colonial Algeria. So, and, so to be clear, I'm pretty sure that. The French Al- Algerian Algeria Al- for Algerians or French Algeria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else is mere talk or attempts at treason. The settlers' logic is implacable and only staggered by the counter logic visible in the behavior of the native. Insofar as one has not clearly understood beforehand the mechanisms of the settlers' ideas, from the moment that the native has chosen the methods of counterviolence, police reprisals automatically call forth reprisals on the side of the nationalists. Mm. However, the results are not equivalent. For machine gunning from airplanes and bombardments from the fleet go far beyond in horror and magnitude any answer the natives can make. We need to stop. We need to stop. There's a lot to cover there. That was, sorry. We, yeah, that's we, content rich. That's, that's very content there's a, rich. Yeah, I was about to say, this is a dense cake of a, uh, it's, yeah. it's a... It's a good bake, Mary. It's a good bake. Uh, uh, there's so, a lot in here. So let's start with the early part where he was basically saying, look, the, the counter, the anti-colonial, the decolonial violence... Uh, is only made what it is by colonial violence. You know, yeah. it never exceeds it, right? No. It only comes up to match it. And it's kind of like that that Lenin idea. You know, we would have done peaceful revolution if we could have. We would have been happy to. Yeah. It's the capitalists that didn't let us do that, you yeah. know. Uh, the same thing here. You know, they would have loved to do peaceful revolution. No one likes collateral. No one likes bloody death. You know, no one, no one assumes that watching even your enemy die is going to get more people on your side. You just no. know that's necessary to take the power. Yes. Okay. The fact of the matter is, is that it's the other side that will not let this go and will happily kill you in the meantime until you kill them first. Yeah. They escalate the violence. And Almost then, always. Yeah. And then further down in the chapter, 
you are the, the chapter, the paragraph, <laughs> the half paragraph. Further down in the chapter, you have another generation born, and, and Nathan <laughs> has grown a beard inexplicably. Further down in the paragraph, you have kind of the idea of. Um, it's not even nece- it's what Lennon called the coupon clipping class, but they don't even have to be that wealthy. They're just any kind of s- settler, right? It's it's the the Camus and the you know the the kind of like you just had to oh, twist that dagger. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, um, it's it's kind of the whole you know. Um, Oh yeah, the capitalists—they're—they're they're all terrible. And oh, but we we got to take care of Algeria. You know, it's 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 the Bernie Sanders saying, you know, oh, <laughs> that Maduro is a violent, was he murderous tyrant that, that yeah, Bernie said? You God, know, I mean, whatever. So that's, bad. That's I mean, that's, so much that's stuff what it is. Happened. Yeah, so much stuff has happened between when we last talked. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. And then finally, finally down there, you know, he basically says, "Look, they try as they might, even if the the." Decolonial movements wanted to inflict the same violence. They can't. They can't. They just don't have the means. And on top of that, the second they have the actual freedom, the second the the colonial uh, powers get out, get out of the way, evaporate from the area, there's no reason to fight anymore. They don't go down and chase the colonial powers and destroy them. They just get them the hell out. Out. Yes, and and that's where it. And, but but again, it, it, it's ta- it's talking about a, a complete. There is always in a colonial colonizer relationship. There's always going to be this wild, wild imbalance of power dynamics, and that mm-hmm. doesn't get that does not get recognized. I think in some of the at least in this time when people are trying to critique it, you know, it, again, yeah. there is no, this, these are not two equal sides fighting. This is one side fighting for their lives on their homelands and another side using vastly superior hardware, uh, manpower, what have disregard you. Disregard for human life. Disregard for human life. Simply to try and hold on to their, to their colonial holdings and their capitalist holdings. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those sides will fight until they, they die or, or are liberated, and the other side will eventually stop. But they're not going to stop unless you mat you, you have to match them blow for blow. You have to yeah. keep going until that until that calculus becomes unacceptable for them. A good I mean a good example of of a little bit before this book was written in the the fifties was Korea. Korea. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, they wiped out somewhere between a fifth and a third of their population. They they bombed out dams just yeah. to, to stop the electricity and the infrastructure so they couldn't recover so that they died more. They leveled every... I mean, there's so many quotes from U.S. generals and, like, we bombed everything in sight. There wasn't a building standing, you know. The DPRK didn't win freedom by backing down, by nonviolence. They sure as shit fought back. Yeah. They didn't do anything like that. No. And then as soon as they had the, you know, above the 38th parallel, you know, at least they had that. Now they're not in active combat, although they still really <laughs> are constantly threatened at... Well, no, they're still at war. Don't, yeah. be, don't be clear. I, I, I think yeah, they're still absolutely... It's, in our, it's an armistice, and it's not even a very well-followed armistice by the U.S. with the practice invasions and the war games and the colonizing south How half of How are you pronouncing Korea. armistice? Ar- armistice... Armistice. Armistice. You shut up. No, I, I will not be silenced. You will not. No, I will I will have my moment in the sun. No. But even then, no, and even, and I think this is, and we've said it before, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep saying it, sanctions are warfare. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah. The, 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 the concept that we are not at war in with, a formal sense with Iran with, or Venezuela or, or North, whatever. Or yeah. the DPRK yeah. or, any of these, or any of these countries, no. Economic sanctions and, and, and forcing someone out of the the global 
economy in a way where they are not able to to have a chance the mm-hmm. same the same opportunity at survival that, that other countries are that is warfare and it, it, oh, it's, and, yeah. and trying to classify it it's the same way that we the same it's a similar mistake to a state mistake we when we when we changed the language and called them internment camps the, the fun language yeah. that the <laughs> that we tried to call camp. concentration they're concentration camps shut the fuck up yeah um that's that's what they oh my god did you see the uh interim chief of ICE going on and trying to garner sympathy. <laughs> Tell- oh, we're not Nazis. That's exactly what a Nazi That's what would Nazi say. Would say. <laughs> Fucking Nazi? God damn it. Um, and I love that. And some of them, some of these people were even military members before they put on. So they're double heroes. I'm like, oh, dude, you got no wrong. Bail, bail on that so, one, buddy. So hero translates directly to Nazi. Yeah. The same way like spreading democracy translates directly to genocide for resources. <laughs> Just because they were good at killing brown people does not mean they are better at corralling brown people. Come on now, that's silly. <laughs> don't don't get don't get over exaggerated there. No, it's. But it, again, it, it's. It's just wild. And, and you see this right now. Um, you want to talk about proportional violence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, drone strike that Yemen slapped. Yeah. Now, Yemen, or if you want to listen to Western media, just uh, just Tehran. It was literally just, it was Mahmoud Ahmadinejad came back for a day <laughs> and, and ordered a drone strike on his own. Um, had nothing to do with the fact the, that the, the Chapo guys gave him just the right like on Twitter, <laughs> and so he came out. Will Medicare, Will Medicare gave the approval, and, uh, and we, oh god, that's getting me on some list somewhere. I don't know how, um, but no, it, it might get you off. They they probably hear us and think, oh, they do like Chapo. They're, oh, they're not anti imperialists oh, anymore. We just got off five FBI. There lists. you go. All right, but no, don't, I don't want to lose Jeff. Just fun. Don't stop listening in, Jeff. Come on. Um, but no, I. Uh, that that in its I mean again, listen to how that's portrayed. The Saudi Arabia has been conducting a fucking genocide mm-hmm. on on Yemen for three, four. I mean, what are we on a four or five years? Yeah, we know we know for sure that thousands are dead, and we don't have the the count yet. We know no. for sure millions are are at risk of immediate yeah. starvation. Yeah, and probably a lot more have died than than have been said. We know for sure. Uh, that it's the largest outbreak of cholera in recorded history. Yeah. You know, we know for sure the Wait, seriously? Oh, yeah. It's been that way for a couple of years. Cholera? We didn't have... We didn't beat that during, like, World War I or something like that? Cholera. Unbelievable amounts of cholera. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, and that's been known since, like, 2016. Yeah, well, no, because this was... I mean, this all shit started under... I mean, I remember this is... This one was it started... During Obama's fun, yeah. fun, peaceful reign of happy time when everything was great and normal and nothing was wrong in the yeah. world. Remember, we, guys? Yeah, we know there's another Abu Ghraib down there that or Abu Ghraib, Abu Ghraib. <laughs> God dang it! Might as well be called that. Yeah, right no, there. yeah, let's. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, another twenty minutes uh, in tequila. You're not doing me good here. Another Abu Ghraib, um, where you know, I mean, it's essentially half run by Al Qaeda. Yeah. Right, and they're roasting people on spits like they're pigs as a form of torture, and we've known that since 2016. But that didn't get play because it was under Obama and Trump. So you don't have Fox News or CNN who really <laughs> wants to to run that one out there. But everybody's kind of known it. Yeah, you know, we had that genocide, and then they dare fight back. Any sort of again, not even an attack on. On on it wasn't a civilian attack. It wasn't no. an attack on. It was a, it was a direct attack uh-huh. on their wealth. Yes, and that's it. Yes. it was an attack on their wealth and their and their their source of unearned capital. Mm-hmm. And and you would again, 
a decade of, of almost a decade of genocide. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there's not much we can do. One attack. Yes. On, on one unarmed and and oh my god, if if we figured out if if colonized people have have gotten drones. And are able to use, oh my, oh, They're game so changer. lightweight. That's such that's a weapon a- they can take. Like, it's, colonized people can't just take all of the, the you know, F, whatever, fighter jets, right? Because it, the fuel would be too expensive. You need the big landing strips to pick yeah. up. Drones, they can take. Yeah. Colonized people can run drones. Yeah, yeah. And you get the effect of, you get the same effects of, of IED suicide bombing and all that without yeah. the, the loss of, potential loss of yeah. life. Yeah, and colonized people aren't going to be that worried about the, you know, they're not going to be like, oh my God, our our assets that, that, you know, Boeing made this nice drone. Fuck that, take that from Raytheon. Yeah, steal shit. Guys, new colonized strategy. Steal shit from Raytheon, bomb bomb colonizers. Yeah, and and what's going to happen, and and it's going to be great what it does, is they're going to drop bombs with the things. And then if for any reason they feel it's it's going to take just one colonized person to realize this is a smart move because they won't have the financial incentive that the other ones will. They know how hard it is to replace. They're going to want to bring the drones back if they can. But if for any reason they feel like the drone coming back is threatened, someone's going to figure out, there's another bomb. Crash that damn thing. Crash it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> boop. Boop. Yeah. Gone. Done. It's, it's again, but it, you see the proportional response that, that this is, again, this is their... Their their only means of fighting back again. You have mm-hmm. a, you have a people that are being intentionally starved. A star. Mm-hmm. Look at the commune. Look at all of these. The, a the starved are being have been thoroughly blockaded yeah. to ensure that food and aid do not get in. And that cripples same same thing. Like just like Gaza, except under a more intense bombing yes. campaign. And it's and that that cuts uh, a people's ability to fight. It cuts at a people's ability to fight. But it doesn't fight their ability to fly drones. Nope. <laughs> nope. And and that's a great equalizer here. In that's this a thing. great so, equalizer. But again, you just look at that. That is is, and, and again, I I still stand by. And I again, I think it was. I think Dumb and Awful said it first, so I don't want to try and take credit for it. But I, I stand by the assertion that if China had not just, just like a week before. Past that infrastructure uh, investment oh, plan in Iran, huge investment where they're sending where, troops out there. Exactly, not the infrastructure, but the fact that China then placed something like five thousand, yeah. or something like that, Chinese uh, uh, defense troops inside of Iran. Yeah, if that had not happened, we would. Oh my! Oh, John Bolton would have already stormed back in Yosemite Sam style and and taken his job back and gone and invaded Iran. The ghost of John McCain would have started singing bomb bomb Iran again and we'd have been on it in a heartbeat. Yeah. So thank you, President G. I appreciate you avoiding a war with Iran. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about, like, why why you have to defend China against these huge false attacks that are so passionately happening in Hong Kong. Oh, and, especially in Hong Kong. And, and the lies going around about Xinjiang and, and all that stuff. This is why. This is what China's doing that the U.S. just, they have to scramble and, and yeah. stuff. They already wanted to take down China. Yes. You know, I mean, they, there's already the, the, the trade war. <laughs> which, which is going so well for them. Oh, yeah. Some galaxy brain you know. shit going on there, boys. It's already a socialist country to take out that has the mm-hmm. largest population in the world. It's it's already, you know, a huge population, a huge set of resources to recolonize. The U.S. would love to recolonize that. And now it's tenfold because now they're a threat. Yeah. You know, and, and you obviously see immediately, bam, you know, people are bringing back up 
the Tiananmen Square stuff, Jesus which is hilarious Christ. because the thing that they ride that on is Tank Man. Oh now look at the video or picture of Tank Man, who, by the way, is still alive today. Not only didn't get killed by these tanks at the time and then maybe died years later, he's still alive. Wait, they didn't disappear him? They did No, he's... Yeah, exactly. They didn't, they didn't go... We have Photoshop now. It's so much easier to erase people out of pictures oh, like they did with... God, like the, the other thing that happened on the internet yeah, since the we've been Yez, gone the when Yez they erased... defense. <laughs> Oh, God. Wait, why are Nazis liking this? Wait! That was funny. Please stop! Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, on, on track with China. Look at Tiananmen Square. Much. Look at the videos of the pictures. Yes. Which way are the tanks going? Tiananmen Square is in the background. Which they're, way are the tanks going? They're going away from They're going away from it. They're going away. And the guy's like, no, get back there. Need propaganda. No. And they just go around him like, sorry, dude. And that's their hero. That's their sweetheart. It's, it, it, it is a great example of photos being... Just, yeah, dangerous. Um, so we were talking about a book for a minute there, and yeah, then sorry. Uh, we did that thing we do where we we go. Yeah, we need to get back to the book. This so let's book. go back to that. Let's go back to that really really good book. Uh, yes. I'm I'm um, yeah yeah. You finish that paragraph out. Yeah. So they uh, find they they find out on the spot that all the piles of speeches on the equality of human beings do not hide the commonplace fact that the seven Frenchmen killed or wounded at the Col de Sacamadoy kindles the indignation of all civilized consciences, whereas the sack of duars from Gergor. There's a reason I told you to finish this paragraph. Yeah. And of the Decras in Dejera and the massacres of whole populations, which had merely called forth the Sakamodi ambush. <laughs> I'm trying, okay? As a reprisal, all of this is not of the slightest importance. A terror, counter-terror, violence, counter-violence. That is what observers bitterly recorded when they described the circle of hate, which is so tenacious and so evident in Algeria. And again, this is exactly what we just described yep. with Yemen and, and, and Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah. this is what you'll see. And this is what you see with, I mean, even here, because you got to realize this, this this is a settler it's colony. It's a settler colony. You know, you see this with colonized people who are victims of police shootings, you know, black or indigenous. The numbers pile up, whatever. You bring attention to it. Oh my God, no. Please go into a crowd, beating them, chucking tear gas, firing tear gas out of guns at people's heads where people aren't wearing helmets, they would be dead and they have huge wounds on their heads under the helmet from the tear gas canisters. But someone grabs a tear gas canister and throws it back or breaks a window a few blocks away from the, the business owner. Oh my God, where the whole world's disintegrating and there's 14 fascist movies about how breaking windows is the end of the world and the police have to save themselves. Cut. Okay, I mean, I don't think it's an un, un. I mean, I don't think it's a controversial statement on the show to say that you know we we're not we're not a big fan of cops. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, right now, I mean, obviously there were climate strike events going on today. That was, if you want to date this podcast, today was the the first day of climate strike week. Whatever we're doing with that. Um, yeah. If you're if you're do if you're out doing actual practice with that and using that to uh, draw attention to to issues. Good on you. Um, if you just want an excuse to not go to work, uh, also good on you because that that is as valid. Well, consider that practice. Uh, that is practice to shit Especially right there. Especially if you buddy. turn it into to protest. Especially if you turn it into protest. Um, but uh, I, I was I was kind of keeping an eye, and and that kind of caused me to have to go down a hole on on the NYPD that I don't normally go down. Oh God, that's a deep hole. It's a bad hole. It's, it's a, a super hole. bad hole. Um, I didn't realize the NYPD is the seventh largest army in the world. Mm-hmm. That... Yeah. That... 
yeah. kind of changes all of the dynamics of everything when it comes to police. That is a that is a that is a a colonizing force yeah. within a city. That yeah. is not a th- th- there's no concept in the world that you need the seventh largest army in the world to police New York City. No, it, well, unless I, your goal is not to actually keep peace and is instead to instill a sense of blind terror in the people. Yeah. Also, that what? caused me to go down a very bad hole on the uh, the police unions. Oh uh, God, Twitter. God, and, oh, no. they don't know how to turn off the caps locks, you guys. Are you? I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> they won't turn it down. They're, they'll only use it. They're, they're, they're sending you emails just like your grandma is. The lines are blue. The letters are capital. These are thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, a while. And it should be sobering very clearly. You know, I mean, as much as the, the black belt is a much larger concentration as a whole of the black population than urban areas, there's still pretty wide out rural spaces. You want it like a tight concentration of black population, Harlem. Everybody knows what the hell Harlem is, you know. Also, you have a huge city with Brooklyn and and many poorer places, and you have, you know, immigrants. Yeah, they've gentrified Brooklyn. Yeah, they've they've gentrified Harlem somewhat, too, you know, and it's... I can't speak on New New York. I will talk about New York next week when I go talk to dumb and awful boys. (laughs) Um, But anyway, you know... uh, you have a large immigrant population, and of course you have Wall Street right there. I mean, we've said all of, <laughs> like, where do we find all of our enemies? There's a street that everyone knows the name of where they all chill. They're it's all so, there. This is the other bad part about me and David talking too much outside the podcast. I'm going to put a ban on us we talking. We forget what's out. on the podcast. Yeah, what are we talking about on the podcast? What do we scream about in the car at 7 o'clock this morning on the way to work? It gets blurry, guys. It just gets There's, really blurry. But I can tell you, the place you know, you know where the Pentagon is, you know where Wall Street is, you know where our enemies are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, on top of it, so the cops have a lot to protect um, there as far as, you know, protecting capital and, and ensuring colonization well, and things that, like that. So I think course, that's what I was trying to say is, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, where is the seventh largest army in the world? It's centered on the heart of finance in the largest capitalist enterprise in the in the world, I mean, yeah, yeah that's that that shouldn't be surprising. That makes to you. perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you and understand what a police force is actually there to do, which yeah. is protect the interests of capital, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, the 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 country itself has by far the largest military in the world. The country itself is oh, the center close, of capital, yeah. and then the microcosm center of capital town in there as the seventh largest army as a police force. As a police force. As a police force, and which I think means. That the I, I will put this forward now as my new form of praxis when we take over. Um, the New York Police Department are cheating. They are essentially playing. It's like an NFL team getting to play play college, and that's not fair. They should be forced instead of taking on guy selling Lucy's on the fucking corner. They should be forced to go up against like the eighth largest military in the world and actually see if they can fucking hold some dick. <laughs> I want to see them go up against like I don't know. I, I assume the French army? I don't fucking know who that seventh. I'll find out, maybe. But I want to see NYPD versus like the Belgian army yeah. on a field of battle to to really earn your keep here, boys. Because you're cheating. You're you're an army that's just occupying a fucking city that doesn't need to be occupied. I'm kind of concerned yeah. as to what you're doing there. So Spe- speaking of the French army, along with of course talking about Algeria here, want to get back to the book. We're never uh, getting back to the book. Don't uh, stop. Yellow. 
Yellow Vest is still happening and people just don't realize it because colonial, like, oh my god, Hong Kong hoopla. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the fun fascist one is much more entertaining than the one actually aiming for some. Yeah, which is still. I mean, justice. to be fair, to be fair, is still you know infiltrated by by fascists. Oh, wildly infiltrated but, by fa- every. But every movement's going to get infiltrated by fascists. There's fascists right, everywhere. It's, Come it's, on now. It's are the fascists heading it up and 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 yeah. in their interest. Is it inherently fascist? And and the yellow vests are not. <laughs> yes. Whereas the the Hong Kong one. Oh, one hundred percent are. Oh, hundred percent. By the That's way, other, all Pepe frogs and, and Union Jacks and Stars and Stripes. So Other thing that yeah. happened on the internet since we've been gone, that fucking, like, choreographed Michael Bay music video where they got an entire orchestra out in, like, gas masks you and a riot gear. You on the internet. This, this ha- just because we're not physically in Hong Kong, it still happened in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see it in Hong Kong. Okay. I saw it on Twitter. Therefore, it happened on the internet. <laughs> this is how the world works, David. So anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, they went out and they they like symphony orchestra their goddamn protest, and it's like, what? Even the best, the best organized organizations, and they could do. I mean, people do chants. You get out your yeah. bullhorn. Everybody knows the chant. There's there's coordinated march. You no. coordinate when you organize. Nothing, ever, anywhere near that level. Again, That's, I'm fairly some... confident Roland Emmerich directed that. Yeah. I mean, it's not. That, you, that's not a protest. That's a goddamn trailer for the 2019 Transformers movie. It, it's 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 like when people are just marketing for that OA and calling it a protest. Yeah, it's... Oh, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> damn it. So anyway, <sighs> back to Fanon. In all armed struggles, there exists what we might call the point of no return. Almost always, it is marked off by a huge and all-inclusive repression which engulfs all sectors of the colonized people. This point was reached in Algeria in 1955 with the 12,000 victims of Philippeville and in 1956 with Lacoste's instituting of urban and rural militias. We must go back to this period in order to judge the importance of this decision on the part of the French government in Algeria. Thus, we may read in Resistance Algenin, number four, dated 28th, March 1957, the following. In reply to the wish exposed by expressed by the General Assembly of the United Nations, the French government has now decided to create urban militias in Algeria. Nothing ominous about that. Enough <laughs> blood has been spilled, was what the United Nations said. Lacoste replies, let us form militias. Cease fire, advised UNO. Lacoste vociferates, we must arm the civilians. Whereas the two parties face-to-face with each other were on the recommendation of the United Nations invited to contact each other with a view to coming to an agreement and finding a peaceful and democratic solution, Lacoste decrees that henceforward every European will be armed and should open fire on any person who seems to him suspect. This is the Holy difference. This is the difference. Shit. This is the difference between right wingers screaming about the Second Amendment mm-hmm. and people saying, "No, don't, don't let the liberals tell you to give your guns to cops. No. Let, let the just like the Black Panthers, let the marginalized people arm themselves." Yes. Okay, Lacoste is is being the Second Amendment people. They just want the, yeah. the white people armed. fire on anyone who seems suspect. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, no way sounds, that's going to end poorly. That that sounds exactly like stand your ground loss. It was then agreed in the assembly that Savage and Inquis. 
inquisitious repression verging on genocide ought at all costs to be opposed by the authorities. But Lacoste replies, let us systematize the repression and organize the Algerian manhunt. And symbolically, he entrusts the military with civil powers and gives military powers to civilians. The ring is closed. In the middle, the Algerian, disarmed, famished, tracked down, jostled, struck, lynched, will soon be slaughtered as a suspect. Today in Algeria, there is not a single Frenchman who is not authorized and even invited to use his weapons. There is not a single Frenchman in Algeria one month after the appeal for calm made by the UNO who is not permitted and obliged to search out, investigate, and pursue suspects. One month after the vote on the final motion of the General Assembly of the United Nations, there is not one European in Algeria who is not party to the most frightful work of extermination of modern times. A democratic solution? Right. Lacoste concedes, let's begin by exterminating the Algerians, and to do that, let's arm the civilians and give them carte blanche. The Paris press, on the whole, has welcomed the creation of these arms groups with reserve. Fascist militias, they've been called. Yes, but on the individual level, on the plane of human rights, what is fascism, if not colonialism, when rooted in a traditionally colonialist country? That sentence is so fucking important. Yeah, and that's it. And that's why we're not skipping this giant footnote. It is. This is. Oh, by the way, everything I have been reading is a footnote. This is yeah. all one footnote, but it is super but we're not fucking skipping critical. This one because it's got some yeah big stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So again, I'm going to read that one more time. On the individual level, on the plane of human rights, what is fascism if not colonialism when rooted in a traditionally colonialist country? Colonialism is fascism. There is no other way around it. There is no, you you do not colonize the people if you are not inherently at your root going to revert to fascism the second you are put. Anyone who is willing to colonize another country or another group of people, when they are pushed, will go fascist every single time. Every single time. The opinion had been advanced that they are systematically legalized and commended, but does not the body of Algeria bear for the last 138 years wounds which gape still wider, more numerous, and more deep-seated than ever? Take care, advises Monsieur Ken Venet, member of parliament for the MRP. Do we not... do? Do we not, by the creation of these militias, risk seeing the gap widen between the two communities in Algeria? Yes, but it is not colonial status simply the organized reproduction to slavery of a whole people. The Algerian Revolution is precisely the affirmed contestation of that slavery and that abyss. The Algerian Revolution speaks to the occupying nation and says, Take your fangs out of the bleeding flesh of Algeria. Let the people of Algeria speak. Yeah, yeah, go, please. The creation of militias, they say, will lighten the tasks of the army. It will free certain units whose mission will be to protect the Moroccan and Tunisian borders. In Algeria, the army is 600,000 strong. All of the Navy and the Air Force are based there. There is an enormous speedy police force with a horribly good record since it is absorbed to the ex-torturers from Morocco and Tunisia. The territorial units are 100,000 strong. The task of the army, all the same, must be lightened. So let us create urban militias. The fact remains that the hysterical and criminal frenzy of Lacoste imposes them on clear-sighted French people. The truth is that certain of militias... The truth! It actually says trough. I, 
But yeah, I should know that's truth. The truth is that the creation of certain militias carries its contradiction, even in its justification. The task of the French army is never ending. Consequently, when it is given as an objective, the gagging of the Algerian people, the door is closed on the future forever. Above all, it is forbidden to analyze, to understand, or to measure the depth and the density of the Algerian revolution. Departmental leaders, housing estate leaders, street leaders, house leaders, leaders who control each landing today to the surface, checkerboard is added to the, to an underground network. Still in a footnote a page and a half later. This it's is a, a big footnote. It's a two and a half page footnote, guys. Yes. Here we go. 48 In 48 hours, 2,000 volunteers were enrolled. It sounds very three percenters. Uh-huh. The Europeans of Algeria responded immediately to Lacoste's call to kill. Guys, if, if, if this is, if you're listening to this, just, and some part, and you're in America. Yeah. And some part of your brain isn't kind of going, what if Trump tomorrow told everyone on the southern border that they were armed and able to shoot brown people on sight? Yeah, not not implied through all the, I mean, where he really does say No, where this. he's absolutely already encouraging that. But what if he what, made it explicit? Yeah, what if he made it, yeah, it wasn't this like adding up of like Second Amendment rights and these guys are a threat and uh, or, you know, guys will come into phone stores and threaten to kill people because you're in my country and your people are, are here and be American, you know. What if he just said, hey, you white dude. You don't just have the right for guns. You better be armed. Those brown people, kill them. Yeah. Go do it. Go do it. You know, yeah, I mean, just imagine send them out, that. Send them out in the desert. Have no organization to it. Take away the veneer of ICE. Take away the veneer of any of this stuff. Yeah. And just send every fucking Tom, Dick, and Jane in the fucking Texas desert out to the fucking border and say, if you see a brown person, shoot them. Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about here. And if you don't think that that, if you think that leap is impossible... No, I mean, history says it's not. Again, you know, we know what reaction is. That's why they're called reactionaries, right? Yes. You can either suffer progressively worse and worse for the rest of history and watch our entire earth melt, or you can fight back and stand any chance of things getting better. But as that process begins, this is exactly why you need to arm yourself. This is exactly why you need to be diligent and radicalized. I don't care. Yeah. And, you know, I hate when people say, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Fuck. We've already fucking won the numbers game. It's a radicalization game. Yes. Okay? Yes. I want radical people. I don't you know. get, yeah, we have the, we, we, we outnumber have the them a thousand numbers. numbers. We need people radicalized. A buzz life. <laughs> buzz life. But anyway, you know, I mean, when you do that, there will be a reaction, and yeah. this will be it. Yeah, hundred percent. This will be it. And, so and you gain anything. You gain. You gain bread on the table, so that four hundred thousand people or whatever. I, I don't know the exact number off the hand right now, but it's a lot. Don't starve in a given year. They're gonna grab their guns and they're gonna shoot four hundred thousand people, the brownest ones they see. Yep. You know, I mean, we have to be able to defend against that. That's why a vanguard's important. That's <laughs> yes. that's why people have to be radicalized, and that's why you don't want to give your guns to the cops. And that's why educate and more. Even if those, more... even if those Second Amendment dog whistles are are meant for your enemies and not for you, no. don't fall for the liberal don't bullshit. For don't fall for it. But again, that's where again, holistic education, knowing. Mm-hmm. 
knowing this is is the best defense against it. If you mm-hmm. if you've seen this, if you've read all of the, if you if you've gone down this path far enough, mm-hmm. you are not going to get caught unawares when shit like this pops yeah. up. You're not gonna get. This isn't gonna surprise you and catch you off guard mm-hmm. like it is a whole lot of people. And that's the best. If that's the only thing we can do. Is, is get a couple people's eyes open to what that is, then good. Then we're doing something. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, a couple people could be a couple organizers, could be people being all the better prepared. And, yes. And I, obviously, you know, I don't want a great man theory and say, like, oh, one smarter person could save the whole thing. But No, you never know. What, yeah, you never know. I mean, because part of a community effort to do things is everybody makes different impacts. And that one other radicalized person that just, you know, hears a random rant here, you know, or a random rant from someone who had heard this out on the street or someone that never heard this at all from us but understands but the same Fanon. concept. Yeah. yeah, Red Fanon. And gets that. You know, just one person gets that. They could be the person that saves thousands of lives yeah. because they, they arm the right people or they do the right planning or they stop the right thing. It's that Mar- it's it's that Marxist concept of or that Marxist quote I should say of, of you know, decades will go by where nothing happens mm-hmm. and then weeks will go by where decades happen. You know, yeah. it, it, if you're not if we if we educate enough people, if there are enough people on the ground that understand what are happening, and they are mm-hmm. they are diverse, and they are spread out, and they are they are active, and they are radicalized, mm-hmm. we're not going to miss an opportunity for Occupy next time. Next time Occupy comes around, we're not going to blow it like we did the time yeah. before. Because and and again, I don't, I was not at Occupy, so I don't want to speak out of turn. But everything I have read, and uh, you know, from people who were at Occupy. Uh, if that had had some sort of guiding purpose, that was the last time we had all of our eyes focused on the right people. We were actually camped out on that on that street where they all hang out. We figured it out. We had cracked their code for a minute and figured out where we to go fucking the find them. That we just talked about. And then yeah. we just sat around and fucking didn't get anything done and then everybody got kettled and tear gassed. And yeah. that radicalized the people and that's going to get us ready for the next time, but you don't know when the next time is going to come. No, and we don't use that radicalization or the, or the learning from that and we just go, oh, you know, de- decentralized don't be authoritarian. We're gonna fucking die, and we're gonna fucking die. Yeah. And that's and that's really the hard part of it is is. And again, I, sympathy to, I, I empathize. The amount of effort it's taking me right now not to go on a thirty-five minute don't, rant about don't. the fucking bread book. There it, are. I know. I know. I know. You know. But even anarchists mostly know the. Bread I know, book and sucks. that's and, and that, there are lots of good. That's anarchists what I'm that hearing now, and I apologize. There are lots of anarchists that suck, and we have an issue with some of the anarchists' theory. For the sake of survival, that we're getting off our chest right now. Yeah. But lots and lots of anarchists are excellent comrades. They are, and they really. And I apologize, but I I, I, I got goaded, and I accidentally read the bread book for two days, um, oh and I got very very mad about it. Just so okay. you know, just don't. I'm very mad, yes. and I'm very upset, and I'm it's, containing that right now because again, anarchists, you're yes, we're all on this. We all that was the one, but that was the one good takeaway from reading that goddamn book. Yes, we all fucking agree who the enemy is. We know who the fucking problem is, and we know what the fuck the first step is, and it's expropriating them of all their shit and getting us fucking started. Mm-hmm. Let's all get that part taken care of and then we'll worry about the fucking rest of it afterwards. Yeah. At yeah. this point. But and again, just don't, just when we worry about the rest of it afterwards, don't go in assuming the second we seize the stuff, done, revolutionary day, done, you know. No, I mean, because obviously even, they don't, there's not a plan there and we'll have the plan and we'll get there later, David. I just want to get them on our fucking side so we can have I a know, goddamn revolution. I know, I know, I know, I know. But just be aware, like even, even Marxist Leninists who understood this, even Stalin who understood this, overestimated after fighting the Nazis in World War II and, and after being, you know, everybody damns him for the purchase, he still overestimated faith and people turning quickly. Here's what we're gonna do. You have to defend it. We're, we're gonna defend it. 
and then we're gonna give the anarchists just like a cool autonomous zone, and we're just gonna ha- we're just gonna take a big chunk of the map and we're gonna circle it, and we're gonna defend their asses, and we're gonna let them experiment. We're gonna let them do autonomous oblast all over the, the they'll USSR. Do, they'll do whatever you guys. We will There's defend autonomous you. regions in China. Plan out now. what you want to do. Figure it, if you want to figure out they're good, just don't get in the way when we're trying to fucking defend you from fascists. Please, <laughs> please don't. God damn it. Bread book people. God damn that fucking book. All right, I am. I am in the process. I'm working. Uh, I'm working with our good friends at BP Lettuce uh, and, and Facebook Villain. I'm wor- working on reading some better anarchist theory so that I can hopefully not be so. There you go. Outright mean to anarchists. I apologize. I'm working on it. We've, I, we've been working on this since state and rest. We've been working. No, we've been working on this since you fucking told me about the commune, you jackass. We've been working on this. Since, spoiler alert. We've been working on this since you, you sat me down and peeled my eyes open, old yeller style, and made me watch a bunch of fucking our best shot at taking them down die because of pedonists. And now I'm mad about anarchy for some reason. I'm working on it. It's a long process. I'll get there. Your comrades, we're on the same team. Let's we, go. We like anarchists. Yes, yes we do. Um, oh, oh, dear Christ. Okay, we'll just start this. In 48 hours, 2,000 volunteers were enrolled. The Europeans of Algeria responded immediately to Lacoste's call to kill. From now on, each European must check up on all surviving Algerians in his sector. And in addition, he will be responsible for information for a quick response to acts of terrorism, for the detection of suspects, for the liquidation of runaways, and for the reinforcement of police services. That should sound very familiar to everyone here. It's so fucking... (laughs) See something, say something. Certainly the task of the army must be lightened. Again, the the NY... We need the NYPD to lessen the load of the largest military in the world by, you know, orders of magnitude. Today, to the killing, which is all in a day's work, is added planified murder. Stop the bloodshed was the advice given by the UNO. The best way of doing this, replied Lacoste, is to make sure there remains no blood to shed. Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't think Malthus could have ever dreamt of sounding that genocidal. No, and yeah, and at least Malthus tried to gussy it up. (laughs) Jesus, Lacoste. Everyone wearing an alligator on your shirt should be ashamed. (laughs) Ashamed! This is the I person would be, I would be shocked because this guy's from the ruling class, but I'm not sure that's the same look. I I am now from now and forever now will call anyone with an alligator shirt. I'm blaming the Algerian genocide on. That's what I'll tell you. The Algerian people, after having been delivered up to Masu's horrors, is put under the protection of the urban militias. But his decision to create these militias, Lacoste shows quite plainly that he will brook no interference with his. His, all capital, his war. It is a proof that there are no limits once the rot has set in. True, he is at the moment a prisoner of the situation, but what a consolation to drag everyone down in one's fall. After each of these decisions, the Algerian people tense their muscles still more and fight still harder. After each of these organized, deliberately sought-after assassinations, the Algerian people builds up its awareness of self and consolidates its resistance. Yes, the tasks of the French army are infinite, for oh, how infinite is the unity of the people of Algeria. (laughs) That was a great, great, great finish by Fanon there. Also, we finally finished a footnote. (laughs) Had two pages. <laughs> that footnote took, um, I will say, roughly half the episode to read that footnote. I'm going to assume that footnote's its own chapter. It should be. <laughs> so, to take you back, um, that is the end of the footnote. One, that is a 
fi- I'm, I'm reading it again because every once in a while they're worth it. That Yes, the tasks of the French army are infinite, for oh, how infinite is the unity of the people of Algeria. And how many times have you fucking seen that? Yes, the task of the U.S. military was infinite because you could not break the spirit of the people of Vietnam. Or uh, Korea. Or Korea. Or any, literally anywhere else. Venezuela right now. Yeah, uh, Syria it, recently. Syria. It, 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 it is so... It, it should give some semblance of hope to everyone mm-hmm. who keeps saying over and over, well, but you can't fight the U.S. You're not going to be able to fight the U.S. military. I mean, how do you think you'll have a... They're, they're the military. No. If yeah. you're united... And you are you are fighting for your life. You're fighting mm-hmm. for your identity and your lives and your 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 brothers and your sisters. Does not matter no. how big how how many of them there are. You will not stop us all. Yeah. I cannot believe I just accidentally at- used the thing that they're about to use to go Naruto run at Area Fifty One. Oh, stop. <laughs> Alright guys, we just finished a footnote and uh, un- I'm gonna we- murder Nathan. He's gonna murder me. Uh, you're all gonna murder both of us because holy shit, this was um I- I'm pretty sure we got through three pages of text. <laughs> we- episode. That's it! We're at the oh end! We did it! No, that's the we're we're at oh my god, yeah, that's the episode. Um okay. yeah. So Holy shit, I'm sorry. Um, we should be able to finish the chapter in the next episode. Oh, uh, we hope so, yeah, we hope so, but the, I'm making zero promises right now. Um, so yeah, you've been listening to Mark's Madness, it's fun, we do this shit. Um, by the time you hear this, in roughly the next week or so, um, I'm going to be taking a, uh, a, a fun trip up to our friends in the coastal elites of New York and, uh, doing a show with, uh, Dumb and Awful. Uh, if you haven't listened to that show. Like me. Like, like David. Us. Like David. <laughs> like David refused. David refuses to listen to Dumb and Awful the same way that I refuse to read the bread book until Rob berated me into doing it for this <laughs> dumb show we're going to do. Um, but it is going to be, uh, if you've listened to this show, I think you'll I think you'll find that particular episode at least fun. We're going to be, I'm going to be forced to uh, condense down all of the great uh, introductory works of, of socialism and, and leftism in in five minutes or less per per, per work. And like if you've work. listened to this episode where it took me 48 goddamn minutes to talk about three pages of a book, <laughs> that episode may literally go on until the end of linear time. So maybe we're fucked, maybe it doesn't work. You're but gonna break the game show. I'm gonna break I'm gonna break all of it, but their their comrades are good people. Go go check out Dumb and Awful. Um also I, I, I very rarely take time for, for promotion of any kind, but I'm going to do it right now. If you're listening to this show, everybody just go real quick in whatever app you're using. Go download a couple episodes of Blunder Phonics. Oh, the the yeah. word blunder and then phonics. It's like like, <laughs> like, like goofy music. It, it, is, it is a show that my brother, I won't tell you which one he is, does... Um, with, with with another friend of his, and it's it's delightful, and they and nobody's listening to it uh, enough, and it's really really good. There's an like, there's at least one album that they've done that you will at least enjoy. Go download that one. They did one on the Black Parade, and if you're listening to this and you're in my age group, you definitely fucking love that album. And you want to hear about its weird fucked up backstory? So go listen to Blender Phonics. It's a good podcast, uh, and and bump those numbers because they deserve the listens. That being said, uh, we'll come back next week and possibly finish this chapter. Or maybe we'll just get to another footnote we'll get to and a pass fourth out. Page, a fourth page. We might I get promise. to a fourth page. 
<laughs> oh, God, Fanon, why? All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.